Thanks for pressing play on episode 126 of A-Sides. I'm Andy, and for this episode, I spoke with Art Alexakis of Everclear. The band celebrated their 30th anniversary last year, and they are going to commemorate it this fall with a new live album titled Live at the Whiskey-A-Go-Go. It'll be available September the 8th. Before we jump into the episode, I have to send special thanks out to Freddie Herrera, also Joey Waterman, and Barry Lieberman. Thank you for helping to set up this conversation with Art. And I gotta warn you, I've never done an interview quite like this before, so I have to admit I was a little bit nervous, and it shows. And just when I was finally getting warmed up, it was over. But it was a great experience speaking with Art. Hopefully you enjoy this episode, and thanks again to Freddie, Barry, and Joey. Here is episode 126 of A-Sides. Look, it's rock and roll! And... Cue music. Hi, Art. Doing, bro? I'm doing? good. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Uh, ah, it's like are. nine o'clock for you, right? So yeah, where are you? Um, I'm in Illinois, so it's like eleven o'clock. I've had yeah. coffee, took a walk, and everything. I saw you're even playing a show tomorrow too, right? So do you have to fly out today? Tonight. Yeah, we we usually fly red eyes. We're all family guys. We want to be home as much as possible. So we usually yeah. leave the, the night before, unless we can leave the morning of, depending on where it's at. Um, like in the Midwest, I can fly into Midway if I leave it like six in the morning. I'll get in there at eleven thirty. We can play a show that night. Be back on the six o'clock in the morning. I'm home by ten. You know. Oh wow. And it's yeah. yeah. That's because that's where our priorities are at nowadays. Not hanging out, not doing that. But um, yeah, yeah. It's it's you know, it's an interesting life, say <laughs> the least. I know, yeah, that you've said on stage and stuff, you've got kids, and then I know Freddie, and he's got a little girl. So yeah, I mean, family time is like precious. Absolutely. So I'm really appreciative that you're uh, taking the time out to do this, because it's cool. My pleasure. So I saw that you guys celebrated your uh, 30th anniversary last year as a band, and then you're going to kind of commemorate it with a live album coming out this fall. Yeah, it comes out uh, September 8th, I believe. No. Yes, September 8th. The tour starts September 6th, so it, it always confuses me which one's coming first, but I believe uh, the album's coming out the 8th. And then it's live at the Whiskey A Go-Go, and I saw that like you never played there before until you recorded that live album, right? No, I'd been there many, many times, hung out there with friends who were playing there, went backstage to see people I know. I, I, I've been there many, many times. I knew people mm-hmm. that worked there but I had never played there. Someone told me that they thought Everclear played there, but we went back and looked and I don't see any record of it. Hmm. Was there any apprehension or like nervousness about playing that show? 
No, no. It's a club, man. We we play clubs. It it was full of, you know, it was not a lot of people, so it sold out pretty quick. It was us and uh, our buddies from Detroit Sponge, great '90s band. Um, no, nah, it sold out really quick, and it was like super hardcore fans in there, and uh, they we told them ahead of time that we we're gonna make the uh, make a record, so they were rowdy, and it sounds great. Cool, yeah, I'm I'm excited to hear it. Check it out. This is our Sparkle and Fit. This is called Heroin Girl. When did it kind of sink in that that it's been like the 30th anniversary? I knew that it was going to be the 30th anniversary. I'm, I'm pretty, you know, I was there. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I remember it, but I knew uh, 1992 was a big year for the band. Well, we had just, I just moved to Portland. My daughter was born. It was rough in a lot of ways, but, and I started Everclear. And guys, it started with really rough, raw. And when uh, I got a chance to uh, record a record in like October, uh, for four hundred dollars worth of trade, I just traded a couple old effects to this guy. One of my main things is I wanted to document the twelve songs that we had at the time, but I also wanted to see on tape if there was something special there, because it's hard to tell in shows or live tapes. I wanted to hear a recorded tape, even even a raw, raw, rough quarter inch eight track, which it was recorded in that guy's basement. Because I wanted to see if these guys were the right guys, because I wasn't sure. Because I knew it was going to be my last band. And if, if this wasn't it, I wasn't going to spin my wheels on these guys. I was going to, I thought the songs were strong. I was going to get some new guys and start over again. And uh, it sounded pretty good. I, I heard there was there was some uh, magic in, 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 in the tracks. I didn't, I didn't fire them, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Um, I sent it to South by South west uh, a music festival down in austin and uh they accepted us and we played there and that's that's what started it for us i guess the question would be when we were doing that did i think we we're gonna i was gonna be celebrating 30 years later yeah i guess um, yeah that would be kind of my question yeah. yeah that's where i thought you were going with uh three or four platinum records on my wall did i see that happening no I don't, I don't do that. You know, I don't fantasize. I don't, I, I don't, I don't try to manifest that kind of stuff. I want to manifest great music. I want to manifest um, being able to support a family well and not worry about money. I've never wanted to be rich. To be rich, you got to be ruthless and you got to really work hard at it. And you got to do things that you're going to have a hard time with yourself. I don't want to do that. And anyone says otherwise is lying. I don't I don't want to be rich. I like having enough money that I don't have to worry about paying the bills because I grew up poor. Yeah. And I would like to own my own house, which I do, have a pool, which I do. My kid goes to good schools, my wife, and I drive decent cars. She drives a better car than me, even though my car is cooler. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> I drive a Bronco, one of the new Ford Broncos. It's pretty fun. You know, it's just, I've always, I always wanted the white picket fence family situation. That was 
a high priority to me because I didn't have it in my life. I saw it on TV. I saw it in the Brady Bunch and Partridge Family and even family, like serious family and like good times and different shows yeah. back in the 70s. But I didn't see it in my house, in my life, and I wanted that. But I wanted to do it on my own terms. I wanted to play rock and roll. I didn't want to work a day job. Even as a kid, I didn't want, I want to be a police officer. No, I don't like police officers. They put my brother in jail. I don't like police officers. Um, want to be president? No. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't. I, I I didn't want to be what other kids, you know, dreamed to be in. Astronaut? Nope. I want to play rock and roll. I will buy you a new car. I wanted to be a rock star. I wanted to be play rock and roll in a band. I wanted to be in a band. Yeah. As as I grew older and I got more into rock and even funk and R&B, that, that solidified in me that I wanted to be part of a band. I wanted to be a part. Uh, you know, I've got ego. I want to sing. I want to, I want to, I want to get attention, but I don't want to be even though I, I kind of worshipped David Bowie growing up, I didn't want to be David Bowie because he looks miserable. <laughs> All the rock stars I've ever met have been miserable. My most, at our, at our most success, um, selling records and selling out tickets and doing all that, at our most success, when I had the most money and the trophy wife and fancy cars and all that stuff in the big house. That's fucking miserable, man. Miserable. Because I didn't have, I wasn't feeding, I wasn't feeding this. I was feeding this. Yeah. And um, um, that's not where I'm at now. Right now, I'm, I've never been happier in my life. I've never felt more successful in my life. And it's funny because everything else is falling along. We're playing more shows. We're getting paid more money. The record's coming out. There's a buzz about it. Someone hit me up. I went to Starbucks this morning, and this guy I've never met before goes, dude, you're Art from Everclear. You got a new <laughs> album coming out, right? And a tour with the Ataris, right? I'm like, who are you? <laughs> who is this fucking guy? Who are you? And he's like, man, I'm just a fan. And he was like, young. You know, 20s. How old are you? Um, I'm 30s? 39. So. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're young compared to me. You know, you're 22 years younger than me. But um, <laughs> he was young, man. I'm like, how do you know about the band? He goes, man, I just love rock. I love 90s rock. And I'm like, okay. I get it. I get it from a lot of kids. You know what's funny, Andy, is that I'd say 25% uh, anywhere from 20 to 25 percent i'm sorry i'm looking at a peacock who's looking at me that's <laughs> okay <laughs> i got in the back area here there, there's like two pods of like about almost 100 peacocks and oh, it's wow meeting, it's meeting season where are you so at that loud. there's peacocks peacock pasadena california look oh, it up, wow. dude. we got wild peacocks and wild parrots whoa and, <laughs> yeah there, there's big stories about it I'm actually working on a book 
I wouldn't call it sci-fi, but it's about a guy with powers. He becomes a politician. Yeah, I'm working on ideas. First, I got to write the, the memoir. So that's oh, what okay. I'm really working on. But I always got ideas, so I'm jotting down stuff. But anyway, yeah, that guy's looking right at me. The the peacocks are the boys. They're the ones that are really pretty with the, you know, the big fans. The yeah, girls, they got to be flashy for the ladies, right? They yeah. have to be flashy for the ladies because they ain't got it up here. They got little brains about this big. Yeah. <laughs> and they yell at everything. I go out swimming in the pool every time I jump in the pool and they're like, like, like the world's coming to an end. I'm like, lighten up, man. <laughs> But um, yeah, man. I I mean, I've got I've got everything I could want, and um, thank God, you know, I'm 61. I'm about to hit 34 years sobriety next week. Oh, good. And uh, thank you. I'm um, congrats. Yeah. Thanks. You know, I got multiple sclerosis. I got liver disease and pancreatic disease that I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna go into treatment for sometime here. I mean. Getting old sucks, man. Enjoy it. You got the yeah. you're you're at the peak right there, man. Right there. The four thirties and forties were awesome. But you're still rocking, man. So I'm still rocking. Yeah. I'm gonna rock till I die, man. <laughs> I got to. Yeah. You gotta I got I have a younger wife. My wife's a little older than you. She's almost 41. Mm -hmm. Um and you know, we've been together almost 20 years. You know. I gotta, I gotta leave a legacy for her and my daughters. Oh, sure. But, but at the same time, I love doing it, and I just, all the guys in the band do. I could see us doing it another fifteen years if they let us. You know, people still want to see us in fifteen years. I'll be seven. I'll be seventy-five. <laughs> Alice Cooper just turned seventy-five, and he's still like going this year. So yeah, but he's Alice Cooper. Oh. Come on, he's Alice Cooper. Uh, there's a difference there. Yeah. And and he can get away with it because he just dyes his hair black and wears a bunch of makeup. And he looks older, but it's not that bad. Me, I'm going to look like an old man. I look like an old man now. The, the rock and roll hairdo, never my thing. I guess it was. I guess I bleached my hair. So, and that was kind of rock and roll. You used but, to have um, a cool goatee too, didn't you, for a while? Yeah, before, yeah. before it was white and <laughs> when it was black. Yeah. Now I look like now I look like either a street person or 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 um you know like like a yeti or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's, all, it's all white and kind of patchy. Yeah. You know, during COVID, I, I didn't get my hair cut and I for the last quarter of it, like I didn't shave. And man, I thought I was looking kind of cool and hip and I wore my beanie around. My, my wife and my daughter is like, I've been meaning to talk to you, man. You look like a you look like a, a homeless person. Oh, no. and, not, and not in a good way. If there is a good way, not in a good way. And I'm like, my 13-year-old daughter was telling me that. I'm like, okay. I hear I hear Ouch. what you're saying. Yeah. Ouch. But you know, okay. They were right. I looked back at the pictures and I'm like, not my best look. Well, what you said about that, all you really wanted was a family in the picket fence and you didn't really want to be the mega rock star. Well, if you wanted to be in a band and that's kind of like a family, like a brotherhood. Yes. So you do. I got what you want. I got, I got what I want many yeah. times over. I, I, I'm a, 
very big into my recovery and yeah. and my sober fellowship. And I've got like, you know, a good 20, 25 guys that I see two or three times a week online and in person and talk to some, someone every day. It's It's been a blessing to have that that connection with a bunch of guys, older guys. Most of these guys have been in the music business one way or another. There's guys, famous guys, way more famous than I am. And then guys who have just been roadies or road managers or lighting directors, but mostly based in the entertainment industry. So we all kind of know each other or understand each other rather. Um, but we all, you know, we all work on being sober and and uh, helping others to be sober that that suffer from our disease. Oh, like a good uh, support system. And that's the whole idea behind the whole 12-step recovery. Yeah. Um, with MS, do you have a support group for that? I don't go to groups for that. Those oh, are okay. they're kind of they're kind of depressing. Oh, okay. I, and, I just and, thought and mo oh. most no, I know you would think so. Most neurologists tell you not to do that because you're gonna it's just if you mentally prepare yourself for failure, um, you can rest assured that failure is gonna find you. And basically watching people, everybody's different when you have MS, your system's different, how you react to treatment is different, hmm. whether it's physical therapy, diet or medication, which I do all three. Um, and I'm in a place right now where I feel really strong. But I do go on and I talk to people. I'll, I'll speak at groups and I'll meet with people. It's not like I don't, I, I'm not of service. A dollar from every ticket from this tour is, or actually a dollar from every ticket from this tour is going to go to the MS Society. And then another dollar is going to go to Sweet Relief, which is also an MS-based charitable organization so oh wow i'm definitely there and I, I definitely meet with people and talk to people and i get management would be like there's these um there's this girl in london who was coming to the show and she had ms and but i talked to her and i i did and i do but doing the group thing with ms can be kind of soul killing oh, yeah. and and most like i said most neurologists and doctors and healthcare professionals tell you not to do it. Um, well, I just thought I'd ask because my my mom she has Parkinson's, and huh. like my parents are really involved in the uh, support group and stuff. That's awesome. Advocating. That's awesome that too. Well, I'm sorry to hear that about your mother. How's she doing? How, when, when was she diagnosed? Tell them. Uh, Two thousand eight. Uh... So it's okay. been quite a while. Yeah, like the. Is she um? Is she still doing all the heavy meds? Oh yeah, she's even got like a pump um now for her uh, medication. Can she walk still? Not really as good as she used to. We got to kind of help her to the bathroom and stuff, but she can kind of use her walker. We just got to right. make sure she's stabilized. Man, I'm I'm really really sorry to hear that, but man, I'm, a lot of love it goes out to you and your parents and your family, and yeah. just as what oh, it is, you. man. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I'm, I, I'm have a very strong connection spiritually, not religiously, spiritually with, um, with my program. And, uh, you know, I have perspectives on my disease and I see other people like really, really quickly, like 
Christina Applegate, it hit her hard and fast and just really in Selma Blair, you know, other people who are famous, whatever you want to call it, uh, public people that have gotten MS. And uh, I've been very fortunate. And I'm, I don't know what it is. I'm a tough old bird, man. <laughs> I just like, I just don't take, I don't take crap from anybody, even the disease. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it it's definitely slowing me down. It's hard to walk, but I do walk. I, but I just have to work harder. So I have a treadmill. I have a vibration plate machine. I have a swimming pool. I have a spinning bike outside. I use them every day. I go to physical therapy three times a week. Yeah, it's a never-ending battle for me. Um, but it keeps it at bay. That and my medication and my diet keeps yeah. it at bay and keeps the... Uh, things to a minimum but you know i mean your mom has had it for god going on 25 years right uh it was 08 years? so like i'm not good at math i think it might have been 15 yeah i think uh, yeah and she had it before she was diagnosed i'm sure yeah i probably they, yeah they thought i had ms for they still think that i had it for anywhere from 15 to 20, maybe even more, because the lesions that they saw in the MRI uh, looked old, you know, they looked old, they didn't look fresh. Mm. So I knew a lot of people don't like the same, but I do as an, as a person in recovery, it is what it is, you accept what it is, you accept where you're at, and you do the best that you can yeah. in there. And you don't worry about what might have been or what could have been, or maybe I didn't do this, or maybe I got it from this person. I don't care about that stuff. All I care about is where are we at right now? Let's move forward the best we can. Yeah. That's all you got. So anyway. Otherwise, yeah, if you're just dwelling on the what ifs, you're staying in the same uh, place. You're not advancing. I might as well, I'm, I might as well be drinking again, you know? <laughs> I mean, oh, man. God, that would be a... <laughs> That'd be a horror show. Yeah. Anyway, you got a couple more questions? Because I know we got limited time, but there was something yeah, I that I wanted to ask you. And it was actually, I uh, told my Pilates teacher uh, that I was going to be uh, speaking with you. And she goes, I think I have an Everclear uh, song on my phone. And it was one that I wouldn't expect. It was your cover of Yaz, Bad Connection. I thought like that it? cover was awesome. Yeah. So do like I. Really, yeah. That's off our it's off our covers record called The Vegas Years. Came out in Capitol in 2008. Yeah. I love that cover too. She's probably a Yaz fan. Yeah, and, she likes uh, a lot of it because some of the she's older than me. And some of the stuff she plays actually when we're exercising is like Depeche Mode and some of the yeah. older new wave stuff. Yeah. So. But that's not new wave. That was synth pop. Yeah. And not new wave. No, no guitars, but it's funny. I dated a girl for a very short while who was a singer in a band and she turned me on to Yaz because she's like, forget about the synthesizers, listen to the melodies in her voice. I'm like, 
And I was like, wow, she's got a really bluesy, big, strong voice and great melodies, great lyrics. Um, the, the music was great, but it's just, you know, it's all synth synthesizers, which wasn't my thing at the time. But uh, when we were going to do a cover record, I uh, I broke out that song because it's always one of my favorites. So cool. have, you have you listened to the original by Yaz? I did. I did. And it was kind of not what I kind of thought or not even in my wheelhouse because it is. It's just the synthesizer, like you're saying. Yeah. And then and Craig, I made Craig play that bass part, play that synth part on, on the bass. And it's hard. <laughs> He's like, like do a lot of crazy stuff. I'm like, get it right. Stop screwing around. Do it. <laughs> um yeah you've gotten a lot of like i guess i would say there's like hidden gems on that covers album vegas years yeah yeah there's yeah we do a i i like the songs that people don't really know a whole lot like there's a old country classic on it called night train to memphis full on like cow punk punk rock <laughs> um and uh there's a there's a rocking version of a acoustic neil young song called pocahontas that's on plus yeah. number sleeps and i just did a bunch of my favorite songs you know oh cool cool yeah. <laughs> uh well i noticed through that here's something else i was going to ask is you've got a connection uh, speaking of connections to uh, Cheap Trick, because you covered Southern Girls on that album, but then you also um, guested on their album Silver, way back the live album. Are you talking about the Beatles song? Uh, yeah, yeah. You played on the uh, Day, what is Tripper. It? Day Tripper. Yeah. Well, so that that wasn't that was a thing that they did, which for their twenty first twenty fifth anniversary, which is Silver anniversary. They invited me and Billy Corgan and a bunch of guys and gals to Liz Fair, a bunch of people to come to the concert and sing a song. Yeah. And uh, so I flew in. I was stoked because I'm a huge, huge Cheap Trick fan. So was, so was um, my bass player, Fred. So was Freddie, you know, Freddie. Yeah. And uh, they gave me a list of four songs, said list four songs that you want to learn the guitar and, and, and vocals and uh, we'll pick a song out of there. I'm like, okay, cool. One was, you know, they give me a list of songs and I, I got downed, mostly off of In Color, Downed, um, yeah. Hello There, you know, Clock Strikes 10. <laughs> I, I think we did Surrender, you know, something else. I, I did like, I gave them a list of five, five or six songs. So I'm like, cool. I worked all those out really well. I had them down. I had the harmony down. Done. I get there. I walk on the side of the stage. I'm stoked. And I'm, I'm saying hi to, to Robin Zander and, and Rick. And mm -hmm. we're about to go on and the other guys. And uh, and this lady comes up and goes, who are you? Are you Alex Alexis? Remember Clean? And the guys <laughs> in the band just start cracking up. I go, I'm Art Alexakis from Van Everclear. She goes, well, I don't have that. I go, that's me. You got the names wrong. That's me. She goes, okay, 
uh, you're going to be doing Day Tripper. And then she walks away. I'm like, I don't fucking, I don't know that song. What song? <laughs> the Beatles song? And on the side of the stage, Robin Zander taught me the chords to that song. And and the word, you know, I'm, I'm a huge Beatles fan. I've never played that song. I've never played Beatles songs. <laughs> I hate it when people play Beatles songs. You can't recreate. Leave the Beatles alone. Don't. Don't do Beatles songs. And I was like, okay, God, I haven't heard that. It must be horrible. Oh. <laughs> um, I thought it sounded good. I just listened to it again yesterday. Well, I got to listen to that. I got I, I to gotta download that. Interesting. And it's on an album. It's called Silver. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got to jump for the next one, man. Thanks, Andy. Yeah, um, thank you, Art. Have a good tour. Well, the tour doesn't start till September. And we yeah. got we've got almost thirty shows between now and then, just weekend weekend yeah. stuff. We got yeah. one this weekend. Thank you. All right, take care. Thank you again to our Alex Zakis, and you can keep up with Everclear's busy touring schedule by heading to EverclearMusic.com. 